Oh, yes. It's backdoor cover. It's Monday morning, March the 8th, 2021. It's Micah, it's Brad. Get the high point, let's go. Well done. What's happening? Brad, how are you? Micah, I'm great. How are you doing this morning, my brother? Oh, man. Another day in paradise, ready to take on this week. It's the best day of the week. I don't know if you heard, Mondays. Let's go. Monday's your favorite day, huh? That's the one. Uh, not, you are, you're a corporate cog, Micah. Thank you. I'm with you, though. Not too you're much welcome. to... Uh, we actually had some good sports over the weekend. There was there were some cage fights. There was the All-Star game, the All-Star festivities, if you will uh, call them that. Uh, there's a lot to talk about, so we're going we're gonna to get a little quickie in this morning. We'll be back later this week with more. As always, you should check out Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter. It drops today at 11.15 Central Time, uh, you know, 12.15 Eastern and whatever time it is in California. Check that out. You can subscribe to that for free. Uh, just find me on Twitter. Uh, I tweet out the link today or on Instagram at Michael Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R, and uh, hit that link in bio. And while you're there, you can also subscribe to Mind of Micah. Uh, today we have a, a new episode of Mind of Micah out, and uh, it's about NBA players. It might be interesting to this audience, actually. It's a, a guide to room service from NBA players. Ooh. Yeah. They know. It, it's true. Uh, quoted in the piece are Carmelo Anthony and uh, a few other guys, and it's it's pretty good. Carmelo mm. has a, a quote how he doesn't like to eat carbs, and then... In the next sentence, he talks about how his favorite thing to eat is pasta on game days. I'm just like, I, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but uh, it's it's. I quite thought you were going to say something about, uh, uh, you know, how Vince Young loves the Cheesecake Factory. I just, oh yeah. I, for some reason, I associate carbs with the Cheesecake Factory. I thought you were going to say he didn't eat carbs, but he loves the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, Close enough. If he loves, if he says he doesn't eat carbs and then he eats pasta on game days and they play 72 like, games a year, sometimes I eat a, a burger. Sometimes I go for a burger or pasta, and I was like, "That, that's literally those are carbs." I'm, I'm carb free, but I use double buns. Uh, let's that's, talk that's about my move. Let's start with the game last night. Hey, uh, wait! Before you go on, Micah, you forgot yes. the most important sport that happened this weekend. What's up? It was uh, Mitchell Palooza. No, it was Mitchell Palooza. Excuse me. Our, oh. our fraternity brother's birthday party out at the uh, the country club. We played some golf. Me and Micah did, and I posted a wonderful Instagram story of you hitting one off the deck. It was a beautiful shot. Giant, bending, curving driver off the deck from 300 and something yards out. Well, how far were you after that? Like 250? Did it go viral is the real question. <laughs> I imagine you I got, got a so lot much engagement. of engagement. Yes. yes. People, people really like Mike off the deck. And then uh, that night I went over to a, a buddy of mine who lives out on a ranch. And he's a complete psycho. And he has a longhorn. that's a, a ginormous longhorn. Like it's the... Horns on its head are six feet apart, basically, if you go tip to tip. And he's scratching this longhorn. He holds it in, in like, a, a headlock and scratches its chin. And it's like a dog. It, like, kicks its leg and loves it. It's, my Instagram stories were on fire this weekend, is wow. what I'm trying to say. At uh, Bradley BT. There you go. Fun. Subscribe. And now. now we can get into sports. Thank you. That was my one pre-promo. I'm the, glad uh, we did that. Let's, uh, let's talk about the All-Star game. Uh, team, okay. team Durant, which... Kevin Durant did not play. I didn't realize this before the game started. Yeah, he he's hurt. He wasn't even there. 
uh, defeated Team LeBron. Uh, or no, no, I'm sorry. Team LeBron beat Team Durant. Um, I was about to say. 170 to 150. Your MVP is Giannis Atempecnacumpo. We'll just go with Giannis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's his first All Star game. got hot early. He was doing some freaky stuff from the three point line there in the in the beginning of the game, uh, like taking taking threes and turning around before they go in and like staring out at the crowd, and then they'd go in and he'd dance off the court and stuff like that. So yeah, put Steph, on a show early. I know he also put on a show before the game because he won the three point title. Yes. Uh, that man can stroke it. Giannis, obviously. Giannis was pretty incredible, though. He had he went sixteen for sixteen, and his okay. last he was fifteen. <laughs> That's pretty efficient. Yeah, like when he was like fourteen for fourteen, the the announcers were like, "He is fourteen for 14. and then he was like fifteen for fifteen, and then his sixteenth shot, like he fired this like step back three off balance, and Reggie Aye. was like, "No," and he banked it in <laughs> and just started <laughs> dancing course. down the court, like it was. I was like, that's that's the moment of this game we'll actually remember. Uh, he needed a win, man, bad, because they've been – people have not been covering him on a three-point line. Like, they're leaving him wide open, and he's missing rim. Uh, he needed he needed a positive uh, moment in the season for him to, to kind of keep on going there. So I'm glad that he had a good good showing. I uh, I drank a couple glasses of wine, and the Instagram, it, it knows me too well. It served me this ad for a, a T-shirt called Kill Walkie. And okay. uh, it's 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 like a uh, cartoon of Giannis doing a windmill duck dunk with a COVID mask on, and his eyes are white, like like a ghost. And I was like, I gotta have this for some reason because Giannis is going off, and now I'm thirty thirty dollars poor, and I've got a weird shirt coming in the mail. So that's that's my good all star story for you. Michael. It might be here in six or seven weeks, direct from China. Who knows? Minimum, yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna look so tight in my kill walking shirt. The name of it alone is the coolest. Kilwaukee, I like that. Anyhow. You asked me on, earlier please. how the Elam ending was, and the answer yeah. was uh, not that great. Yeah. Uh, team yeah. LeBron was pretty much whipping um, whipping Team, team Durant, Durant the whole time. Uh, yeah. I, this game was never close. So, um, Did you notice like basically all of the replacement guys played for Team Durant? It seemed like his entire squad was injured. Hmm. Not entire squad, but I think he had three replacement guys on his, his roster. Um, but whatever. It is what it is. They're uh, all fucking good. The dunk contest is basically an episode of who he play for. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Nobody who's good wants to be in it. Portland's Anthony Simons uh, winning. Simmons, Did, yeah. It's actually Simons, I think. That's oh, it is? Yeah, I've been I mean, watching him for a couple of years now. He's, he came out of high school, I believe. Uh, and he's just been kind of riding the bench for Florida, but he's he's on the fast track. He may not be a who he played for candidate in the near future. Mm. But go ahead. He won the uh, dunk contest um, mm. against Obi Toppin from the Knicks and some dude named Cassis Stanley, who is actually on a two-way contract and has never dunked <laughs> in an NBA game. Like, he's spent more time he on Indiana Or the G League, yes. Um, yeah. So... I was glad to see he he didn't advance. Um, the The final dunk that Simon said, I'm sure you've seen it on Instagram at this point. Mm. Uh, he kissed the rim. Did you see it? I haven't seen that one yet. I'm going to have to go back and look at it. I saw a lot of the highlights, but I have not seen him kiss the rim explicitly. Maybe I he, saw it and I didn't realize he did He didn't really. Like he ran, he jumped up and he, he was a few inches away and then he okay. landed 
and he and I was like that was a weird dunk because he just kind of dunked it with one hand and then he landed and looked up at the rim and blew a kiss to it and then when you saw the replay you saw that he got up there and and got close to the front of the rim and 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 blew it uh, you know kissed it uh it's a really good way to bust all your teeth out yeah there were actually some there were actually some dunks I hadn't seen before. I, w- I was pretty impressed. Um, so here's the deal with these. You, you said it best. It's a who he play for competition. And I mean, the guys who are legitimately all-stars, they, they're not going to do it anymore. Like LeBron's not going to do a dunk contest. There's nothing for him to gain from it, right? And just give me, so it's, just yeah. give me three guys. Like this was the perfect length. They did this one at halftime. Uh, I don't, I don't need the, the 15 dunks and eight, eight dunkers like just give me three dudes i've never heard of let them each i think they should do it like this micah i got a i got a suggested for you i think they should do rookies versus sophomores just like they have that that world versus um whatever usa games it's all young players i think they should just do that with a dunk contest and have some sort of like either world versus usa or rookies versus sophomore like class and then there's a pool of candidates who are willing to participate and there's a element of whatever competition whether it be between the two classes of sophomore rookie or whether it be world versus usa like there's at least that gives it a little bit more of a a rooting vested interest i think so they're going to be pulling people from that pool of candidates anyways because nobody who's established is one to do the dunk contest so that's my thought i like it i like Thank it. you um how about bryson did you watch some golf <laughs> yes Bryson, a, he's uh, a gorilla. Bryson wins uh, at Bay Hill, uh, beats Lee. Did you Westwood. see the one where he drove the par five? Yes, everyone's seen that at this point in the year. I mean, it's literally been on every single Instagram golf account that's ever been created, and hashtag golf whatever. Um, yeah, what a what a beast! Yeah, he tries. He hits a three seventy seven yard drive so, over water and he, starts chest pumping and air celebrating. It was ridiculous. <laughs> It's funny how much respect he got for it. Like, I respect the shit that he did, but his behavior is just so bizarre. It's like, it feels forced and fake. It's hard to be like a nerdy science guy and then be a meathead too. And I know he's both. He's like this special hybrid human. But I don't know. I know you have trouble rooting for him, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't care for him. Yeah, yeah. Don't care for him. I know you're a hater, so I knew that was the case. But you, it's funny, the people that Micah hates, he really respects, like he talks about them every day. So like all day on Saturday, he's like, what about Bryson? You know, I'm going to do this Bryson swing. And then he trashes Trump and then acts like Trump all day. Cause he's a, he's an internet villain. So that's, that's Micah psyche. It's my, my inner look into Micah, the mind of Micah. Thank you. Available now. You're welcome. Uh, subscribe <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts. The shameless Trump plug. There you go, Micah. Thank okay. You. Anyways, um, I'll stop comparing you to the people. <laughs> the, other, the other, uh, sorry, I know we were skipping around. The other NBA news, Blake Griffin has agreed to uh-huh. join the Nets. You have any thoughts on this? Yeah, I thought that's where he would end up because they, in Detroit, they, they basically got, what was it, a buyout or whatever they did with his contract to let him go. Yeah. Um, I mean, He's obviously in the twilight of his career, but he's only like 32, right? And so, I don't know, man. People thought Carmelo was washed up and would never be a useful piece again. And look at him go in, in uh, Portland. Like, I could see Blake, especially if he's no longer on some sort of monster contract and, you know, expected to be the focal point of an offense. If he came in and was just in a supporting role, didn't have to play too many minutes, was able to kind of work his body back into shape and, and fix 
some of his joint pains and stuff that he's dealing with, I think it could be super useful for these guys. And at 32, man, like, I don't care how much basketball you played or how many injuries you've had, you're still able, you're still at, I don't know, not peak physical abilities, but you're pretty close to as good of, of a an age for your peak physical abilities. So, like, I don't know. I feel good about it, man. I think he comes in and eventually, if not very quickly, he starts to contribute. What do you think? How do you feel about it? Uh, I don't know. The Nets imagine Griffin uh, 31, actually, as a small Is he ball, only 31? As a small okay. ball center. Uh, coming off, I the mean, bench, which I don't think you know, they're a big four by any means. At this right? point, like, he I don't shoots a lot more threes. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I don't know. So he's we'll, not the uh, physical specimen he once was, but like I'm not looking at this like, oh, now they've got the big four. I'm looking at this more like, you know, a, a very useful piece that's in the twilight of his career, joining, and I think he'll end up being a a valuable addition here before the season's over for sure. Um, but yeah. That's that's kind of my thoughts. I'm with you 100. percent He's a, he's a, he shoots threes now more so than be, he's being a physical banger. But um, yeah, I like it. I think it's a really good spot for him to land, especially. Yeah, he gets to reunite with uh, DeAndre. That's good. We're we're rooting for. I, I always root for Blake. I I you know he's had sort of a tough career. He's made a whole lot of money, uh, but oh God, body injuries and everything else. So. Uh, shouts to exactly. him. Um, let's go around the the rest of the world of sports here, Brad. Kyle Larson, okay. do you know what sport that person is affiliated with? Is he a NASCAR driver? He is the NASCAR driver who said the N word and, and got subs- and got uh, fired last okay. year. I got you. And that was he, the equivalent of, of pin the tail on the donkey. That was me shooting in the dark. There just happened to hit it. Uh, it was really okay. good, and then uh, he had his first race back uh, since since uh, last April, yesterday, okay. and he won in Las Vegas. Yeah, you hate to see it. It was a year long, nearly a year long suspension, uh, and uh, came back and won his first race. Is he? Are you keeping up with this? Like, do you have a pulse on what no. people in NASCAR are saying about him? Okay, I didn't think so. If it's, I mean, if he's redeeming himself and if he's, I don't know what the word is for it, uh, if he's apologetic and he's trying to be better and do better, then that's a positive story. But I have no clue what the kind of narrative is around. I'm sure he's apologetic in public. I wonder how he is, uh, just generally speaking. You know what? Anyhow, not, we'll, we'll have to keep an eye on it. We'll have to. Uh, Bubba Wallace, the only black driver in NASCAR, met him at Victory Lane and and uh, which is a nice gesture. So yeah, definitely. So I mean, that's I mean that's camaraderie. That's you know bringing people together after there was whatever something hateful said. So that's a positive message to to show the world. Indeed, yeah. indeed. Yeah. I think that's pretty yeah. much it. Anything else you want to talk about here, Brad? Didn't you get H for MMA? Oh yeah, I I didn't actually watch any of the MMA, unfortunately. <laughs> That's your thing, though. Okay, we'll have yeah, to talk I, about it uh, the next one. I left a voicemail. Uh, Dave was like, "Hey, leave me a voicemail for Combat Sports Minute for too much dip. Call in." And I'm like, "I, I didn't actually watch it. I I drank some wine and fell asleep." And mm. uh, Dave was Those like, "Well, just come on, pretty late." Dave was like, "Just leave the voicemail anyway." So if you want to hear that, <laughs> listen to Too Much Dip, the podcast. I'm no, not really still on, but. 
uh, I did call in. Yeah, I just didn't get around to it. Um, apparently, it was a great night of fights, and uh, we'll see where, where things go from here. But For the record, you're just on hiatus. You're not done with too much death. You're, you'll be back in the football season. There's, we're all rooting for you, Mike. We know That's you're going to make a comeback. It's going to be comeback season, just like uh, Johnny this fall. Just prepared. like Johnny. Fall 2021. Exactly like Johnny Manziel, that is. I agree. All right. Okay. Well, that was uh, 17 good minutes. Anything else? Uh, that's, that's pretty much that's it, and that's all, my brother. Okay. Hit the exit okay. music. Let's get out of Let here. Let me give you one. Until next time, fam. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.